The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Hey everybody, it's, it's my brother, my brother, and me. Advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I, I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. I found these grubs and these berries, guys. Eat these grubs and berries. We need awesome. some protein. Great. I'm Griffin McElroy. <sighs> Sorry, I'm looped out from those berries we ate on the trail. That was a mistake. Uh, we are currently on the run. We, our faces ashen like Dickensian children. We're on the run for the Powerade factory slash gulag. Slash fitness center that we escaped from after last week's debacle. We're trying Raul's to make it. We're trying to make it to Upper Montana. We hear there's freedom there. Raul is he, Raul is dead. I bit him to death. I bit him, and I just kept biting and biting and biting. And Justin Travis like, go Griffin, go 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 bite or go go Chaz bite 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 bite. And I said, it in my dog voice, and then I bit him, and he died from all the bites. Griffin's um. Sorry, a lot of people have noticed that Griffin slash Chaz. Well, no, I'm 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 going to explain what happened. A lot of people have noticed that we've been referring to Chaz slash Griffin intermittently as both Chaz and Griffin. Here's the really scary thing: Griffin's uh, human to dog surgery is starting to wear off. It's starting to Maybe. fail. It was a spell. Was it a spell? Maybe I got a spell. Some I got kind of medical spell. I've got a. Th- I got three paws. I got a foot, and half of my face is human, but not the half you'd expect. The inside um, half. The inside half. Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. It's a slimy, furry uh, prison, and I hate it. Please, please set me free. So I just do want to say real quick, uh, this we are sponsored by Powerade, uh, the the thirst the defeater. The uh they've got a lot of different flavors. We're contractually obligated still. Why did we sign it? Why did we? Why did we agree? To why do did this? we sign it in blood? I tell you, I tell you the there, worst. It was weird that there was so much chanting and stuff, right? Like yeah. that's not me. Like now, like looking back on it, in the moment it didn't seem weird, but now that I look back on it, it seems yeah. Weird. Like any any sort of prof- from from this point forward, we got to be more savvy about this stuff. Any sort of professional advertising arrangement that involves the opening of a cosmic portal, yeah, we just don't. Maybe we, we pass on that one. I know the money's good, but we, we just pass on that one. I tell you the real shame about all this is I, I genuinely enjoy the Powerade product. I do too. It it defeats my thirst in a really, really yeah. satisfying way, in a way that I would say no other fluid is capable of doing. And now, like, I don't know, the whole thing's been sullied for me a little bit. Yeah. That's the worst part. It's genuinely refreshing. It's genuinely, it, it, bla- it blasts my flavor receptors. It, it overwhelms me with its power. Aid. Um, but anyway, this is still an advice show for the modern era, uh, and I'm still your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm still your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. Like I said I, earlier, I, I'm still just figuring I'm, myself out. I'm 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 the protagonist in a Judy, a weird, weird Judy Bloom slash HP Lovecraft book. HP <laughs> Bloom, uh, Judy Lovecraft, Judy Lovecraft, Judy Lovecraft. The, yeah, was it was the, right there. Yeah. Damn it.
Uh, anyway, it's an advice show. Here we go. Dear sweet, sweet brothers, I need your assistance. I started working in a small office setting about nine months ago. I have roughly five co-workers. I've never had any run-ins with any of them until recently. One gentleman that has an office two cubicles down from me has started snooping around my area while I'm working to what I imagine is make sure I'm working on some baloney like that. No, you read that so or, bad. Let me try again. You working on that baloney, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, where are you you're at my, on that baloney, Steve? You're Still working on it. Bo- you're my top man for baloney projects. Uh, no working or some but it is okay it is literally it's already hard enough to uh for me to read out loud do i really have to try to translate in my head the letters in bologna to baloney like on the fly like i'm supposed to be able to do that processing instantly yeah what is this the talented and gifted program come on people I work hard, but take a minute or two every now and then to turn on a new podcast. A thank you. Or take a second to stretch out, just like anybody else. So how can I look like I'm working without this guy coming at moments where it looks like I'm not? And that's from Annoyed in Atlanta. Is this guy your boss? Because you don't say that he's your boss. And if he's not your boss, what's up? What's up with that, I say? Then you just make eye contact with him and nod. Like, yeah, I am. Do some. Uh, if you're if you're on a good website, then they'll have a boss button with like a zany picture of a boss next to it. Yeah, that you'll click and it'll look like spreadsheets or something. And what does a boss look like, Justin? Give me give me give me an idea of what a boss. <laughs> he's in like your mind he's looks. got fat head. He's got that weird. Oh, so it's a man. Hair. You're just gonna go ahead and assume it's a, it is a man. I'm saying the boss, the the stylized boss from the boss button. The misogynistic web joke on the web okay. portals. Uh, he's got a cigar. You know, the Dilbert uh, minigame collection. Mm-hmm. You, guys rem- you guys remember the Dilbert minigame collection? Oh, ab- we absolutely. Had? Yeah, I think as, it just as, got put in the video game hall of fame. It was in the it's in the video game hall of fame. They're speed running it uh, during this year's summer game Stone quick event. I'm really excited about it. It was a game that I think you got out of a Chex Mix bag. Uh, Dil- yeah, Dilbert's desktop game was a family favorite. Just I, and like because we all. As like te- preteens, like we knew how hard it was to be a wage slave in at a, a in middle management, you know, office drone kind of thing. So we really appreciated those gags. Uh, but the Gil- Dilbert desktop games had a boss button on it, but it would it would turn your desktop into spreadsheets, which was good. But there were still like some Dilbert touches. <laughs> so like <laughs> I don't know how you would explain to your boss like. No, well, yeah, it's a Dilbert-centric spreadsheet, you see. <laughs> I got a theory I'm working on. The, the way we Dilbert. improve business is Dilbert. I got some uh, some Dilbert futures that I'm looking into <laughs> for investment. No, Listen, please, boss, we need to invest heavily in Dilbert. Please, please understand, these are Dilbert stickers that are stuck permanently to my monitor. I can't get these things off. They're, they're all over my work. They were here when I got here. Here's a quick clip from the game's... GameSpot review of Dilbert's desktop games. This reviewer finds CEO Simulator the most disappointing of the functional actual mini games. What was promised to play out like a business simulator is really nothing more than an effort that can best be described as watering a plant to see it bloom a huge but unimpressive flower. Burn it down. (laughs) Burn the game down. I'm canceling my reservation at the electronics boutique. (laughs) Um, I'm going to Babbage's, and I'm going to have a firm 
conversation with the manager there. I, 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 I'm just, I can't, it's hard for me to advise in this situation because I'm just so incensed at this narc, at this, at this work cop. Here's the thing, Griffin, all you need, because this is the worst way this could play out, right? Like the, I guess, best case scenario for this Snoop person is they see you doing some non-work related activity. They go tattle, like a little tattle baby. And then the boss comes and you're back to working and you're like, I don't know what he's talking about. I, maybe I checked my phone because I'm waiting for a call from my father, but is that it? Is that what you're talking about, Steve? And then Steve looks like an asshole. Like, there, it, it, unless Steve is, like, snapping paparazzo pictures of you, like, Googling your own name, I think you're probably going to be fine. As uh, long as he's not, like, your boss. If he's, like, your supervisor he's your and he's trying to get, like, a gotcha moment, you need to find a new job. It's kind of like you're living in Utopia, the television show that was short-lived but beloved on its time on this earth. By two-thirds of this of the world's population, as represented by this podcast. Okay. Why, why would they cancel the show if two-thirds of the world was watching it? Like, I was so deep. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah, please. Oh, wait, one other thing. This reviewer and the friend that introduced this game to this reviewer have oh it's written like this. This reviewer and the friend that introduced this game to this reviewer have always been fans of Scott Adams' brainchild. Therefore, it was much to this reviewer's delight when given the chance to play the game that he more or less sanctioned. <laughs> oh, yes, Yahoo would be excellent. Okay, here it comes. This one was sent in by level 9000. Yeah, Drew answers user Drew Davenport. Drew, Drew, I forget all of his honorifics thank you drew it's by an anonymous yadrew user who asks i want to become a freelance spy and have an agency how do i get missions brother if you could figure that out you let me know you're you're talking right to 14 year old travis slash 30 year old slash the 14 year old travis that lives in 31 year old travis and wears him like an exoskeleton Man, there's a lot of exoskeleton talk in this. Are, are, is this something that we're all secretly struggling with? Because if so, we need to form some sort of support group. How do you get missions for your freelance spy agency? Let's go ahead and assume this person is 14. Okay. Yeah, right. Teen so, spy. So I guess it depends on what kind of spy you want to be. Because hmm. there's like two or three different kinds. you got like your James Bond, who's like your smooth, you know, kind of cool person. Oh, okay, just, I, I was thinking more like Halloween candy was stolen from Jennifer, and we'll, now we're going to track it down. Although that's okay, more money, tech- penny. It's me, smooth, cool person, Bond, <laughs> James Bond. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to break down the classifications. I haven't come up with labels or anything yet. You've also got kind of like your your robber spies, right? Like your um. You're like cat burglar spies. But those are just cat burglars. That's a, a spy is a very specific gig. And it's not no, a detective. I would say like a like a what's his name? Uh the Tom Cruise from those those ghost protocol movies. Yeah. Those he's Mission a, Impossible movies. Yeah, he's a he's, spy. There's subterfuge and subtlety and all all kinds of sub based words. It's, but I would say that he does a lot of cat burgling esque stuff. He lowers in on wires. He kind of like wears masks. Are the are the alert. are the Fast and the Furious crew spies? I would say that they're spies by the later movies. When yeah, you get definitely. into like the six, sevens, and eights, they're they're contracted by the, the Forbidden company. Fast and Furious. Fast yeah, eight. the non canonical. The uh, oh, what's the, the Chris the Christmas special? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta steal Santa's sleigh. 
It's armed with nuclear devices. We gotta steal Santa's sleigh. You got it. Saddle up. One last ride. The fast <laughs> crew. Jack Fro- the fast crew will return in Fast Nine. You literally just said it was your last ride. I'm currently watching Fast Five. Quick diversion for Fast Five. Like right Any this second. Objections. Yeah, it's better okay. than this. Uh, I'm currently watching. No, I'm currently. What I mean by that is. I have a baby, so I watch it in 15-minute increments. Uh-huh. It's like, I'm like, literally, I'm reading Fast Five chapter by chapter is basically <laughs> what I'm doing. I've been watching Fast Five for two weeks, so I've had a lot of time to think about it. The flip that the special agent The Rock makes uh-huh. is basically just the most insane thing I've ever seen on a television show. I think he enters into a fugue state, if I remember correctly. Like that's the, Does he get hit on the head and forget what morals are, is what I remember he, happens in the movie. No, he just decides that instead of capturing the criminals that he's he was sent to capture, he's going to kill an, a drug dealer on foreign soil. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what he, he's going to try that instead. Like, not even capture this dude. He's just going to go kill this drug dealer instead with, with the criminals. I've seen up through Fast 6, and they all bleed together so much. I can't remember remember movie to movie what happens in which movie. I just remember it as one, kind of like Katamari Damacy. It's all just rolled up into one big ball of Fast and the Furious in my head, and I cannot separate out individual storylines. Right. Well, that's the. It, it's all occurring simultaneously. It's, yeah, they drove so fast that they broke the time barrier. Time no longer works in the Fast Five universe. That makes so much sense. Um, how is this person going to get missions? Furiverse. The Fast, the fast and Furiverse. Um, how is this person going to get freelance spy missions? I feel like there should. There's probably a website. Craigslist. Something like Craig, Daniel Craigslist. Ooh. Daniel Craigslist. Ooh. That's good. Um, That's excellent, Travis. If I, if I were to, I mean, I've written some spy fiction, uh, a, a series of novels uh, titled Grant Andrews Kid Cop mm-hmm. that uh, I think might be able to shine some light in this. And in my published by Rock Books, isn't it, Griffin? In the in the the seminal chapter, the 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 um, the beginning, the bestseller, Grant Andrews Kid Cop, no subtitle. Um, he just starts doing the cops' job for them. Mm-hmm. Right, like they 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 find a bomb in a bank, and he just takes it, and he takes it to the park, and he throws it in a on a pond, and then when it detonates, it's nothing happens, and then he gets to be a cop for that. Uh-huh. Um, so it, it may be if if you want to be a kid spy, you just start spying, and then the the cash flow will come later. Don't worry about the cash flow now. Well, Griffin, do you think that w- with that advice, do you think you start spying like on neighbors, like you start small? And you kind of build up to kind of spying on international no no like, no 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 heads no. of state no or? no no if you're gonna go to town you go in a Lincoln and you drive that Lincoln to you know Abu Dhabi or something and then you just start spying on you so know, the first thing criminals. you need to do is get to Abu Dhabi yeah easy and then just start spying on diplomats yeah just start paying you keep saying spying and spying is I feel like you're saying it like it's a bad word. Just just pay attention to what other people are doing observe and, observe and their, pay attention to what other people are doing in their private times. When they yeah, don't well, want wait you. a minute. What if the dude in uh, the first question asker's office was in like very, very basic rudimentary spy training? Oh my god, he was Trying in like he was tra- in remedial recon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Grant exactly. Grant Andrews, job cop, is actually. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I wrote that one already. That was the fourth book in the series. Information gathering basics, otherwise known as four one 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 zero one. I'm at work, and I just ordered two medium pizzas. Brag. 
I would love that right now. Because I want a pizza. It's There's 11 It's pizza. eleven in the morning. No, it's 11.21. We're cruising up on pizza time. <laughs> okay. Raise your hand if you've been up since 5.30. It's pizza time. I want a pizza. There was a deal on Pizza Hut's website. When it gets here, I fear the 13 people in the office with me will want some. Or at the very least, harshly judge me for having ordered two pizzas for How myself. How could you fuck this up this bad? I'm happy to share, but I don't want to send out an email to everyone letting them all know that some of them could get a piece if they're quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I've already eaten my fill. <laughs> you just toss them the scraps and let them fight over it for your meal. No, right? I believe I have room for one final pepperoni. <laughs> Slide it between my slippery, grease-stained lips. Deborah, have- kill Steven for this slice of cheese pizza. Have I made a horrible mistake? Yes! What would you do if you were in my position? Quit. That's from Andy. I wouldn't I, be in your position, Andrew. That's, that's, that's like basic. That's basics like classroom bring enough gum, homie. Uh, your only chance now is to throw some sort of survivor reward challenge their way and call it some sort of like company-wide bonding activity. You could also, when the pizza, pizza delivery person shows up, accuse them of being a liar and send them away. That, that, I, um, I didn't order. Is this some kind of prank? Who would order just two medium pizzas for an office of 14 people? Get this garbage out of here. I like the idea that... Um, I like the idea that this person asked this question and just cannot act until they've heard back. <laughs> the pizza's just, two just pizzas molding on... Just molding on their desk. No! Don't you touch it! Can you say it's your birthday or perhaps some other very personal holiday that's only for Andy? Just an Andy-specific... Oh, maybe it's Andy day. Maybe I, oh, Andy day. I just got a vasectomy. And so I'm having myself a little pizza party for myself. And you can have my leftover vasectomy pizza if you want, I guess. It's a very, this is this is about as personal as a pan pizza gets. I thought I deserved a slice for a slice. <laughs> Could you stack the pizzas, the two pizzas on top oh, of Oh, here we go. To make it look like you just ordered yourself a double-decker pizza. It's new from Pizza Hut. Oh, no, this is just a pizza sandwich. You don't understand. Oh, th- this? Flip it upside down, you got calzone. There you go. Now you're working. Oh with no! Fire. I just ordered a, a overfilled calzone. I see. So take to dismantle one pizza into mm-hmm. its constituent slices. Put all of those on top of the other pizza in a a, a, a foot loose and fancy free manner. Then you fold that pizza inside. Now it's secretly shh shh shh. Tell no one. There's another pizza up in here. <laughs> and then you close that over, and all of a sudden it's just a big calzone for one big boy, and that's you, Andy. Happy vasectomy day. <laughs> I cracked it. You get a plate, mm-hmm. okay? You scrape all the cheese and sauce and toppings onto the plate off of okay. both pizzas, and you tell people you're on Atkins, and this is the only way you can get full, is to eat the top Wait. of the pizza because it doesn't have carbs. And then later, when no, the, the next day, you come into the office and you say you're trying a new thing. It's called reverse Atkins, and you eat the crusts. Wait, hold on. How do so rather Solved than enjoy it. your pizza, you're now forcing yourself to eat a you're big st- of cheese. You're still enjoying your pizza. You're and just then it in installments. Hey, it's an installment plan, <laughs> like the way I'm watching Fast Five. Hey, Mark, I need to use the company centrifuge real quick. I need to divide these two pizzas up into their molecular components. Hey, we still got that large Hadron Collider downstairs, right? Right. Okay, I'm gonna smash, I need to borrow it for a minute. I, I'm going to smash these two pizzas together and just eat the carbon. <laughs> I'm going to reduce these down to a carbon tablet. 
Mm. Oh, created a pizza black hole in the basement. Sorry, everybody. It's the most radical singularity. Probably the best thing you could do with the second pizza is uh, to take uh, seven of the slices, um, assuming you're leaving one extra for yourself. Because after I finish a pizza, I always think, I could use one more slice of pizza. Mm -hmm. Now you have that. So you have seven slices to divide up. Take, uh, uh, put one slice on each of seven desks, make no mention of it, and watch that office rip itself a fucking part. Where did you, was there pizza? Where did you get pizza? Where's this pizza from? Who got, where did you get pizza? I want some pizza. Fuck, it'll be Lord of the Flies in there by the time Tammy comes back from, from her lunch break. It'll be a nightmare. I haven't worked in an office in my life. It's, but it's like this though, right? Like if one mm-hmm. person has one tastation, it, it's, it's the end days. I also, so the office I worked at was with the theater. So there were also lots of like actors and like young company members and everything. So if somebody ordered a pizza, you could watch them like hyenas waiting for the person eating the pizza to be done with the pizza to see if there were any pizza remains. So any there was pizza a lot smells of like, in the are air. You, that- are you done with? The, I, I see that there's some like pepperoni stuck to the bottom of the box. Can I eat those now? Can please? I put my nose in your greasy mouth? Every office has a weird uh, DMZ. Uh, Griffin, to, to to educate you about this, every office has a weird food DMZ where if you have a pizza on your desk, um, no one will touch it. It would be weird. There is a table or mm-hmm. a region in your office where if you put a food product, it will disappear. Have a pizza, give a pizza, need a pizza, exactly. take a pizza. Uh, this Yahoo that I'm going to read now without permission because I don't need it. Um, well, I, I want to read this one first. It was sent in by Zoe Kinski. Climb that ladder. Thank you. Uh, just to continue the trend of us uh, eating the snake's tail that is Yahoo Answer. Uh, it's asked by Yahoo Answers user Zach K, who asks, who is your favorite McElroy? <gasps> now, this is in entertainment and music celebrities. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Ooh. Did you guys hear what Yahoo called us? Um, Zach says, mine is probably Justin. But it's hard to say. How about you? Yeah. And then uh, this was sent in actually, this was asked four years ago. Um, so we, I mean, we were just starting out. We I've were, evolved since then. You can't compare Justin yeah, to Yeah, I was going to say, it's, we're completely different people. I've got different three person. new exoskeletons since then. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, Samantha G responded and said, what is a McElroy? There it is. That's appropriate. That's the question right there, Samantha. Wolf. If you figure it out, you tell me. Right to the quick. How about this other Zoe Kinski one, though? It's asked by Yahoo Answers. Nope, something went wrong. Can't tell you who asked it. Jersh. Jersh asks. It's me, Jershy. Jershy asks, what could happen to me if I mix my blood with kangaroo blood? Please, I want Ooh. to know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of two things. Okay. One is you get super jumping powers. Absolutely. Or pouch pouching powers, punching well, powers. Well, so this is where you get the second option, okay. which is you start to take on physical characteristics of a kangaroo. Okay. So one is like you get kind of like just the powers related to the you still remain human. Okay. Second is you start to do like a like a fly or island of Dr. Dr. Moreau style like transformation. Yeah. Can I, oh, can and I, third option is you die. Full body death. Yeah. Just full just complete full body death. From from your soul escapes from your mortal coil. From toe to tip. From stern to bow. Fully dead. But you know what? Isn't there this... is no science without risk. That's a good point. 
Isn't this what Kangaroo Jack was about? Yep. I didn't see it, but I'm pretty no, sure. No, Kangaroo like Jack this, right? was about convincing um, a nation that it was about a talking kangaroo when it was not at all about a talking kangaroo. No, it was about... it was You're a, still really raw about this, huh? It was about apartheid. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like Jaws isn't a movie about a shark. It's about apartheid. Kangaroo Jack. It's, it's about apartheid. <laughs> A lot of movies about apartheid, and a lot of people miss out on that because it's like sometimes it's just below the surface, much like Jaws himself. Uh, and Kangaroo Jack, nobody actually saw that flick because mm-hmm. they're like they saw the trailers and they said, "I would rather do something I've else." I've had my fill of Kangaroo I've, Jack. Oh, thank you. thank you. I think I get it, uh, but you don't get it because there's a lot. That movie had a lot of really, really poignant stuff to say about re apartheid. Excuse me. There's a Kangaroo Jack too. Alert! 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 There's a Kangaroo Jack too. It's a full-length animated film called Kangaroo Jack. Good day, USA. Alert! Does it mention whether the kangaroo speaks? That'd be a pretty bad movie, a... Travis. Don't you think it would be a bad well, movie if the protagonist didn't speak? It would be more fun speak? than what Kangaroo Jack actually was, which is a kangaroo that like accidentally steals a bag full of money from two bumbling idiots, and then they chase the kangaroo through the desert. There's no rapping, there's no dancing, there's no talking, as would be indicated by the trailer. So, no, Griffin, I think it would be a pretty good movie. Thank you very much. <laughs> as near as I can tell, he does speak in the animated film. Well, I mean, something. he has an actor playing him. Let's let's put it that way. But that could just be making kangaroo noises. That's true. This is a good. This is, I don't know why you'd pay somebody to do this. Normally, you just get like whoever's around, like Jimmy the intern. Like Jimmy, let me hear your kangaroo. Oh, that's pretty convincing. Okay. I, can, I guess my question is like, why would they get an Australian animal to do this movie about apartheid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. Kangaroo Jack Good Day USA is about apartheid. No, no, no. The the see the squeakquel is not about apartheid, which is weird. That's why that that one actually has a very low score on on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, and it's just because people like the people who saw Kangaroo Jack the first one um, were moved by it. Mm-hmm. It it was an important film that came out at just the right time, and then the second one came out, and I think he played basketball or something, and it was like I don't. It's weird. It's like if they made a Schindler's List too, but like he opened up a yogurt shop or something, and it was animated, and, and it was, was, it was animated. Also, he's a kangaroo. Alert! <laughs> Alert! I have a nine out of ten review for Kangaroo Jack Gaday USA from an IMDb user. Here it is right now. This is from the reviewer twelve oh four. Just today, I've seen this movie on Cartoon Network by surprise, and knowing Kangaroo Jack, I risked watching it to find it isn't utter crap, which Cartoon Network and Nick often put on television. Oof. As it was on Cartoon Network, I found and knew it was going to be an animated course on the KJ franchise. <laughs> First course this evening in a moose bouche, if you will, Kangaroo Jack 2, ballin' in the USA. I watched this beginning to end and found it very good in overall and had no flaws to truly point out. There were laughs. Then why wasn't it 10 out of 10? There were laughs, of course, as well as other things in the movie. The movie's beginning I roughly missed, though, and was led up <laughs> into 10 minutes or so in the movie. And I really wouldn't want to watch it again just for those few minutes. Wait, that okay. This person bobs and weaves between, eh, and it was awesome so yeah. quickly that I'm like, I either want to know why it wasn't 10 out of 10 or why it wasn't 4 out of 10. Small disclaimer, I am a huge Scott Adams fan. That's neither here nor there. I just wanted to get it out there. <laughs> I truly hope they make a sequel or even a television series. I'd watch it. And I'm sure enough demand would be available. Until then, I can only hope or even write. 
Maybe a fan fiction is due, eh? Well, that's my comments. It's time to run off for me. <laughs> now time wait, to die. You know, <laughs> there's not the enough reviewer. internet th- posts where people are like, well, I've typed long enough, friends. I must, uh, T-T-Y-L. I must retire to my boudoir for the evening, but thank you for joining me for my IMDB review of Kangaroo Jack. Like, 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 like he would stop the sentence before that, and so he'd be like, there's gotta be more. My concubines got- have drawn my evening bath. I must, I must away. Time to report to the White House for duty. Goodbye, everybody. I believe Jackson has your pet- petticoat. Jackson, <laughs> fetch this gentleman's outer garments. I, I have expired all my energy for the evening. I Sir, must you exhaust chamomile. yourself writing these reviews. They must know, Jackson. They think must of, know. Sir, Sir, you're killing yourself. Sir, think of your consumption. <laughs> Come for a rest in the drawing room. Nay, I say! I have so little time left on this earth. <clears throat> I must get the word out about Kangaroo Jack to Good Day USA. I am. There's a... There's a, 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 a lot of discussion about this film on the message boards uh, of IMDb, by which I mean one post titled Gay Day USA. Got him. <laughs> That's how my mind read it before I look closer. It's always funny when I barely glance at things. So somebody was like, <laughs> well, that was funny what just happened to me. I've got to get this on the internet. You know who would love this? Everyone. This episode has been a real treatise on modern criticism, if you think mm-hmm. about it. Who's doing it best? Mm-hmm. Who's doing it right? Uh, Chelsea Loves Reliant K is her name. Um, should we take it to the money zone? Yeah, I think we should. What are we on the money zone today, Travis? Uh, well, first, my brother, my brother, and me is sponsored by Harry's. We've talked about Harry's.com before, and we'll talk about it again right now. Harry's.com offers razors that are so high quality that it will blow your face off. Except no. Well, don't say make, that. That's not make, a thing they want to it'll be It'll make said. your face look awesome. How about that? Is that better? <laughs> I mean, better for your face and your wallet. That's okay. the twist. Um, what about my legs and, or, and my butt? It's good for your legs, good for your butt, good for your pits, good for your forearms, good for like your unibrow, good for the back of your neck, good for your back. What about um, the inside of my dog body? Because it's done. Okay. All of it. All of it. And here's the thing, Griffin. You can get a starter set, which includes a razor, foaming shave gel, or shave cream, and three razor blades, plus free shipping for $15. Oh, shit. Whoa. That's If you've ever bought a razor in a store before, you know how ridiculously inexpensive that is by comparison. Yeah. You could you could expect to spend that much just buying like a set of blades. Sorry, Trav, no nothing doing. Too still too much. Still too much. Still too expensive. Okay, Sorry. Justin, um what if through some I don't know, magic, some kind of financial wizardry, I was able to like shave one third of the price off. <laughs> The deals, warlock. I have appeared. I have heard your wish, and I have appeared from thee. Don't make the deal with him. It always turns bad. It's, I shall sell you cheaper blades. What oh, do you? Okay, what are you looking for, no, Justin? Don't do it. Would you like a scimitar? An epic? 
What kind uh, of blade no. are you in the market for, dear sirs? From me, Garfield, the Deals Warlock. <laughs> well, Deals Warlock, what I, Garf, I would like call to me take. Garfield. <laughs> Shimmity bippity sippity she. <laughs> okay, Deals Warlock. I have cast Garfield. a spell on all of your belongings, and now they all cost less. If you try to trade it, don't try and sell your car now, for I have reduced its price in the blue books. Um, so, uh, Garfield, I would like to pay $10 for this starter kit. Call me the deals, warlock! <laughs> no, hold on just a darn minute. Did I say something to offend you? No, it's you just change it every time! I am, a, I am inscrutable. I'll try to keep up. So what, uh, how can I save $5 off this starter set? I shall prepare the incantation. Or you you could just go to harrys.com and use the promo code mybrother, all one word, and you could get that starter kit for $10. I just controlled Travis's brain to make him say that. I have conjured the spell into his brain and his mouth. I was inside of his mouth and it was very clean. I was going to say it anyways. It's I'm inside my, your mouth. My brother, my brother, me is also supported in part by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform that makes it easy and fast to create your own professional website. Squarespace has beautiful templates. They've got integration with Google Apps and Getty Images and a feature called Cover Pages. I've actually been thinking about making a website with Squarespace myself from YouTube series things about it sheets. I'm holding off until they have integration with Getty Lee. You can get a free trial with no credit card required. You can use the coupon code MYBROTHER, all one word, for 10% off your first purchase. And now I away. Farewell. Say the tagline. No, no, you stay here. You read the next one, wizard. Squarespace, build it beautiful. I must, but I must away. No, Warlock, what is our next? What's our next ad? There's a red tag sale at Michael's. Hey guys, it's Griffin. I'm back. Uh, oh, thank God. It, thank it, God. This message is for Illustration. And I think illus- it's Illustrate Ian. Illustrate Ian. Well, it's spelled like illustration, but with an A at the end instead of an O. Because the guy who does it is named Ian. Well, agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, Illustration is doing portrait commissions, which make great gifts. Uh, he specializes in D&D character portraits. He won our uh, Adventure Zone art contest, and he made my Twitter avatar. Uh, which actually, no, that's no longer true because now my Twitter avatar is Chaz the dog, but he made my former Twitter avatar, which was me floating surrounded by dice and I have like bony rock protrusions coming out of my body. It was totally radical. It it was really great. Uh, he's available for freelance illustration work. If you want it drawed, he will draw it. Again, that's illustration, I-A-N. Uh, if you go to illustration.com slash commish and subscribe to illustration on uh, Instagram, you can enter for a chance to win a monthly full body portrait giveaway. Go check it out. It really is it's good artworks, and I liked it for a very, very long time, and now I'm a dog, and I didn't want to confuse people. Our next message is for Gracie Girl, and it's from Your Man. And Your Man says, For our anniversary, I got the brothers to shout your name from the microphone tops and acknowledge you as the long-lost sister. I'm using the brothers for what they were originally intended for and best suited to as a mouthpiece for love. I have enjoyed nothing more than the last five years together. Here is to infinity more. P.S. Mo is the best dog. Is the dog going to... I feel like that... 
what was the like the last sentence that was all very sweet and then the last sentence was like a a uh, a hidden secret like barb in an ongoing argument about best dogs also fuck your dog my dog's the best nana nana boo boo p.s mo rules and bethany drools <laughs> bethany's a great name for a dog justin you should be a professional dog namer you should, uh, thank you. you. You should work at a pound and just walk down the line going like, that's a Bethany, that's a Michelle. <laughs> name name any dog, and I will rename it for you. Buttercup. Cut butter. Oh, that was way better. Next. Comet from Full House. Uh, Air Bud. Okay. Nice. Was that the same dog? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Air Bud. Spiritually, at least. Air Bud, the dog. No, it was. It was the same dog. Air Bud, the dogs from Air Bud. But they replaced, uh, replaced Air Bud for... Uh, Golden Receiver because the original Airbud slash comic got paw cancer. Oh, Justin! Welcome Sorry. to our comedy show. Those are the two saddest words been... I've. Those are the two saddest words I've ever heard put together before in my life. I can, I'm not. I, I could spend. I could. I could meditate for years on a mountaintop in a cave trying to think of two sad words, <laughs> and I would come out, and I would be like child disease, and you'd be like, nope, paw cancer. What's up? Sadder than that. Uh, I that wasn't a joke. It's actually what happened. I know it's not a joke. Jokes make you laugh, typically. (laughs) (laughs) This is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a show called One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Not a parenting podcast. Guess what? We both just had babies. Again. Check out the show enjoyed by breeders and ballers alike on iTunes or MaximumFun.org. I recently started a new job, and I have been trained by an older and more experienced co-worker. She recently spent a great deal- Wait, a lady boss? This isn't gonna Justin. fit anywhere on my button. Gonna redesign my whole button now. Thanks a lot. Uh, she recently spent a great deal of time showing me how to complete our billing process the old-fashioned way with pen and paper. That's right. Afterwards, I quickly created an Excel spreadsheet that completed all the work almost instantly. <laughs> I feel like I should show her how she could be doing her work more efficiently, but I'm worried I might hurt her feelings or make her feel stupid as she's not very tech savvy. Should I let her keep doing things her way or bring her into the 21st century? Important context, we are funded by your tax dollars. That's from Cautious Kid in Chicago. Shit. Oh, this is tough. Think of it Think of it this way, though. If you get her on this system and this is her whole job, it sounds like if she's spending this much time spreading sheets and you can teach her to knock that shit out in like 15 minutes with Excel, and that saves her from a whole day's work, she can spend the rest of that day just like blazing it and playing Halo. But Griffin, (laughs) counterpoint, what if you start to show it to her and she just like can't, like she's like, no, I I don't like Excel. I don't want to do this. And And now she knows that there's a better way that she cannot like do, and she's stuck in a pen and paper prison. Then she'll be swallowed up and devoured by the free market and digested and turned into the fuel that burns to power our economy, Travis. In case, in case you have never worked anywhere, let me tell you how this short story ends. You show her how to make the quicker spreadsheets. She starts making the quicker spreadsheets. Her bosses realize that she's not doing anything all day. She gets fired. You end up doing all the spreadsheets. Guaranteed, this is how it shakes out. Just let her keep doing her thing, wasting her tax dollars. Think of it. For every week or so of work that we pay this woman for that she could uh, be doing with computers, that's another drone the government can't buy. So you're like (laughs) like helping. (laughs) You're helping in a way, in a weird sort of way. 
Maybe. There is also something to be said. Or or maybe you're taking fuel out of the rocket to Mars. I have no idea. There's also something to be said, though, for the fact that this person was doing their job before you got there. And, like, unless every day the boss was walking up to her and saying, like, still taking forever, huh, Deborah? Okay. Like, she was doing this before you got there and seemingly was doing fine. So it's super cool that you have a way that moves much faster. And if the opportunity presents itself if she's ever like how do you seem to be getting it done so much quicker be like oh i use this excel spreadsheet do you want me to show you how to do it great awesome now you've totally gotten in and you could do that but until that happens she seems like she was perfectly happy doing it her way you know how in that one episode of doug doug's dad makes him a boring kite and all the other kids have cool kites yeah and doug thinks the kite sucks so he tries to add like wings and flair to it classic and his dad's like do, do you remember what his dad says it actually was, Trav? It was a racing kite. It was a fighter kite. Fighter kite, that's right. A fighter kite. Maybe this is that sort of scenario. She knows about she's your got a fighter method. <laughs> but she's got a fighter spreadsheet. And with your method, she's like, oh, yeah, I've heard I've heard about that. Go check the um, go check the files you've already done. Why? Well, I, I can't find them. That's right. Our computers delete everything every day. Right. That's why you've been wasting your time. Oh, our computers turned against us in 2008. When Y2KXV happens, and it's happening. Oh, read the literature. Oh, my God. Get online. Read the literature. Lose change three. Lose change three. Kim Trails and Y2KXV. Um, it's going to happen. And then when that happens, what happened to your spreadsheets? They got gobbled up by the internet's Satan demons. But what, what happened to hers? Nothing. They're fine. You'll be visiting her on a on a throne of spreadsheets. She'll be she'll be uh, trading spreadsheets for sexual favors with her uh, uh, war boys, beautiful concubines. <laughs> these these aren't spreadsheets. These are fuck coupons. <laughs> if I give you two pages at the Anderson file, we're doing it in the butt. <laughs> oh. That's the deal. That's the deal, Sandwalker. Take it or leave it. <laughs> Do you guys want a Yahoo? Sure. This Yahoo was also sent in by Zoe Kinski. Thank you. Climbing that ladder, Zoe Kinski. It's by Yahoo Answers User Smart Stuff, who asks, My husband is jealous of Guy Fieri. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love watching the Triple D, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Mm-hmm. My husband thinks it's because I have a crush on Guy Fieri. Which I do, but that's not why I watch it. <laughs> Good eye, husband. I mean, he nailed it in one. He did. He he has diagnosed my fiery triple desires. disease. Uh, my question. My what, my deep dark desire. <laughs> my triple D. Um, my question: Why is it that men get jealous of people on TV? I don't get jealous if he thinks someone is hot on a show. Do I stop watching out of respect to him? He's never been insecure in our marriage, and I really don't want him to think I'm being insensitive to his feelings. Also, this is, is posted in this is posted in entertainment and music horoscopes. There it is. I think that the real problem here is not that your husband is jealous of someone on TV. He's deeply confused and disturbed by your choice of sexual fantasy. Like if if you have a crush on say a George Clooney esque person, who I can't I can't be that like no uh, you see George Clooney and you think like I could be that someday if if my wife formed a crush on like a, a an Elijah Wood 
I would be like, okay, I could probably swing that. I could. You're I could Joseph pro- Gordon Levitt. You're Joseph. Well, no, now we're reaching for the stars, but but an Elijah Wood, I could scratch that itch. Maybe someday, if I drop a few lbs, I could do that. I could do that. I could do that. Guy Fieri, I can't become that, and I've become a dog. Like that's that's not doable. I don't. I don't. I don't know what sort of chemical peel action I will need. I I I saw somebody on Instagram post a picture of them sitting next to Guy Fieri on a plane, and that dude was like passed out, sleeping forward. Which like, how does a body do that? I don't. I will never possess a body that can do that. Not only that, he had a trucker cap, and he had taken his trucker cap, and he had wedged it up into the 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 cover for the plane's window so that his hat was like in the window like he's giving his hat like special treatment look at the sky look at the sky you beautiful trucker hat and what 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 sort of mind thinks to do that i'm on a plane so i'm gonna jam my hat into a window it's 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 I can never I become guy fear. Sort of mind that thinks about making cheesecake with mozzarella bites or whatever the fuck. Right, that's that's what I'm saying. Let's make a let's make a margarita with the nachos already in it. Like I don't I I I don't I <laughs> saves you time. If I take Guy Fieri's blood and I inject it into myself, mm-hmm. I'll be burned from the inside out. As as uh, uh, to your question as to whether or not you should stop watching Guy Fieri, I mean you can try. Yeah. As I've chronicled on my. Um, Day by day life blog, Fury Walk with Me about my <laughs> Guy Fury addiction. Uh, I, I I have tried many times to give him up, but I uh, it is impossible. Also, if you leave any show on uh, on the Food Network, once it concludes, Guy Fury will appear. Yeah, Guy Fury is the one who shakes you out of your. Uh, out of your uh, uh, food hypnosis. Oh, were you having a good uh, time? Not anymore. <laughs> people give Fury a hard time, but he's a really good reminder that you should probably get out of the house today. Like, hey, it's t- <laughs> it's 2 p.m. and you're still wearing pajamas. Maybe it's time to do something with this Saturday. Look at me. Right. I'm incredibly successful for no other reason than I put on real clothes and left the house. This is the the end of the spring baking challenge marathon has arrived, and now maybe you should go out and do something in the garden. Have you called your loved ones? Hey, this is Guy Fieri, and I just jumped into the barefoot Contessa's body like Agent Smith. <laughs> Are you okay? Uh, I miss Alton Brown. It's too bad that his body got jumped into by Guy Fieri like Agent Smith, and he took mm-hmm. over the show, and he called it Bad Eats. <laughs> And he called like a version of Bad to the Bone when it came on. He changed the show's name to Not Eats. No longer eats. (laughs) That's more of a warning than anything else. I'm a starving artist and currently working a pretty shitty day job at a shitty restaurant. Wow. 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 Jesus, Justin, you got like six of those (laughs) words wrong, buddy. They're like 12 words in there and you got half of them wrong. (laughs) Okay. I'm a starving artist and currently working a pretty shitty day job at a sushi restaurant. I still didn't didn't do great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a day job at a sushi restaurant. That's hard. Okay, you guys, right now, read that line. Travis Cole, go. A pretty shitty day job at a no, sushi restaurant. No, the whole sentence. The whole sentence. I am a starving sentence. artist and currently working a pretty shitty day job at a sushi restaurant. Fine. Okay. It's both boring and hectic, and it makes me incredibly anxious. I just got offered a job at a candy shop. It pays more, has better hours, and will be far less stressful. So well, here's my candy. question. What, why is there a question? Since the working hours for both jobs don't overlap... Should I do both at once for a while and test the waters at the candy store? I don't want to leave this restaurant and find out the candy store is even rougher. And that's uh, from, I got 99 problems and two of them are jobs. Here's Okay, this is my immediate takeaway from this. 
your biggest concern about working at a candy store is going to have to be dealing with like shitty kids, right? Kids running around and like spoiled brats and that kind of thing, right? Now, let me pose this. Which sounds worse, that or the shitty people you would face working at a sushi restaurant who like ask way too many questions and are really spoiled adults? I'd rather deal with Is that what you think kids. people who eat sushi are like? No, no, no. But I'm saying that like if you're talking about the negative bad part of it. The bad seeds. Yeah, I'm I'm saying if you're just talking about the shitty part of the job, it's the shitty people at the sushi store versus the shitty people at the candy store. I'd rather deal with the shitty people at the candy store because then you're still surrounded by candy. The last time I was at Candy Crazy at the Huntington Mall, I was trying to find a certain kind of candy and it was I didn't know the name of it, but I had like the texture and the flavor in my mind and I found something that I thought was it, a taste that I remember from from my childhood, right? I thought it was it. What I found out I was looking for was sea foam candy, but that was it was that's neither here nor there. This is not it. But I took a piece out before making had this been the right candy, a considerable bulk purchase. And as I did it, the woman who was running the shop from the back, oh no, who I was sure I was out of eyesight. The woman running the shop from the back, no scope me <laughs> and said. <laughs> you gotta pay for the candy before you eat it. Oh, well, Justin, how did you feel in that moment? Take me inside. How did I feel for? Let me take you inside. I have not been back. It's been eight months, and I have to walk past a store called Candy Craze when I'm at my favorite place, the Huntington Mall. I have to walk past Candy Craze sheepishly, and uh, but in my head, I'm thinking I would have bought a lot of candy that day. You don't even know. If they, if only you need to go in there and be like, listen, madam, if you would let me steal just a little bit of candy, if you would let me steal that initial piece of candy, I would have. Oh, the investment would have been so Every much. Every other thing you on earth you could try before you buy. Check the margins on this, okay? I wanted a candy trailer. That's all I was looking for, okay? I wanted one sampler size. Right, but you don't go to I was, you don't go to Best Buy and be like, "Ooh, I do want to buy that 52-inch plasma screen, but first I'm going to steal these headphones." Is that no, okay? You no, do, but you go to the Best no, Buy. No, but you, you can look, look at, the at the TV on the wall and you steal the remote control this. and you take that home and now and you've you got the remote it. and you eat it. Uh, I would have spent, I mean, I would have spent plasma TV money on seafoam candy. Oh Give me $3,000 of seafoam candy. I want By to bathe way, in it like Scrooge McDuck. P.O. Box 54, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706. And if anybody if can find, seat, if you can find pickle gum, send us that too, because I've been looking for it since I was like 12. If it, Now, I'll give you a warning. If it's melted seafoam, I will hunt you down and kill you. There it is. So Here's the last thing I'll say about this question. I, the the situation. I feel bad for you in that situation, Justin, because you must have felt so so very small. Oh, you must have felt like a borrower. I did feel small. Come on, I'm I'm a white straight male in America. I've never heard no before. Right, in my <laughs> exactly. Life. But think about how many white straight males that woman had to say, "You got to buy the candy before you can eat it, sir." That. Day. Oh, you think she goes home to her husband and she's like, "I had to do it again." I had. To, I had. That was my point. That I was getting around to it. Shit, thank you. That that could be you. I mean, that's the thing you got to remember is you're going to have to be the one who's like basically causing people, I can testify, the worst day of their lives. Right. 100%. And you're going to be the one doing like, it. Probably every couple minutes, I would imagine. Right. Well, you got to be careful if you're going to do both jobs, though. Because if you show up to the sushi job and you're in your candy job uniform, they're going to know that you are cheating on them. Or, 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 you say, 
Well, here's my idea, you guys. Candy sushi. Oh my god. What's the right like obviously the top can be like sour tape, but what's what's the rice? I'm thinking the rice is maybe like a uh, rice crispy like, treat? Like I was gonna say rice crispy treat or like a jelly belly like buttered popcorn. That's little though. That's that's a I'll kind of mush it, but you get a bunch of them and you mush them together. My uh, my wife will sometimes have chocolate and fruit candies in the same bag. What? What? Well, she's a monster. Can you imagine? Can you even imagine? Thanks so much for listening to our podcast, My Brother, My Brother, Me. It's an advice show for the modern era. Hey, if you're not listening to it already, we do another podcast with our daddy called The Adventure Zone. It's a D&D podcast. Uh, and you can go and uh, you can find it on MaximumFun.org. Uh, you can uh, find it on iTunes. Uh, we just released our, I guess, our 15th episode 16th, of it. Yeah. 16th. 16th. It's a story-based show, so you want to start back at the beginning, I think. But Travis has made that even easier for you. Travis, can you explain how? Um, so our first episode, it's great if you love um, D&T, if you've played before, um, and we talk a lot about how 5th edition is different from previous editions and how gameplay works, but we heard from a couple people that like they just wanted to get into the story and they weren't really interested in gameplay, so we re-edited the first episode and edited it from two hours down to 52 minutes. So it's just the storyline, the funny parts, and the character development. Um, so if you've got a friend that you know would love the show, but maybe you think would be turned off by all the gameplay stuff, uh, then play episode 1.5 for them. Or maybe it's you, and you're like, oh, man, I really want to get into it. But like they started talking about like how saving throws work, and I just don't care. Great. Listen to episode 1.5. That's going to be your end. Um, there are other podcasts, too, on Maximum Fun that we do and don't do. Justin does a show with his wife, Sydney, called Sawbones, and it's a medical history show. And Travis does a show with his buddy, Andy, called Bunker Buddies. Uh, and Travis has another show that's not on Max Fun that he just launched with his buddy, Brent, called Trends Like These. Uh, and then there's other shows on Maximum Fun that we're not a part of, like Judge John Hodgman and Stop Podcasting Yourself and Lady to Lady One and Bad One Bad Mother. Mother. Uh Throwing shade. shade in the Flophouse. They're all really, really great. So go to MaximumFun.org, and you can find all those shows. They're terrific. Go listen to them. Uh, um, also, we've got a, a Pacific Northwest tour coming up at the end of August. Uh, tickets are still on sale for Seattle and Vancouver. If you go to bit.ly forward slash MBMBAM Seattle and bit.ly forward slash VANMBMBAM, you can find those tickets there. I want to thank John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album Buddy in the Days to Bed. Do you guys realize that, like, this time next week, we'll be saying that in front of John Roderick? Yeah. That'll be or, weird. Or, like, sitting on his lap, giving him gentle kisses on his cheek. Well, probably not Probably that. not that one. Thank you, Thank John you. Roderick. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you, Daddy Roderick. Uh, I also want to plug Justin's uh, hit web series, Things I Bought at Sheets, which you can find at sheetsshow.com. It's sheets, S-H-E-E-T-Z, show.com, that he does with his buddy Dwight. It's like the best video series. It comes out just about every day, and I cannot wait for it. It's a roller coaster. Every episode is a treat. I to ask you if you really like it. I do. I really love it. Teresa and I watch it every morning. Um. Justin and I also play video games for Polygon in a series that we launched recently called Monster Factory that I'm very, very proud of. I watched all the Monster Factory Monster Factory videos. They're good. They're like 30. What did you think of them? I I enjoyed them deeply. Um, Squirtle was one of my favorites, but the Fallout one. Fallout one turned out pretty good. You guys outdid yourself. Man, we we got our fingers in a lot of pies, huh, huh, boys? We do have a lot of pies. Oh, we're sorry about that. I feel guilty about my Twitter feed right now because it's just like, I made something else. Look at it. Dad. (laughs) 
Well, you should also check John, out John Roderick. Look at my goof em ups. Are you proud of me? John Roderick, you proud of me? I'm, John I made a Fallout goof em up, Daddy Roderick. <laughs> Daddy's actually over here watching watching the puddle for me, and I literally said to him out loud, "Hey, Daddy, you want to watch my things about a sheets videos I made this week?" <laughs> oh man, you want to pat my head while you tell me how good that is? Good job. I know I just tweeted this out to tens of thousands of people, but I need your approval desperately. <laughs> um, please, Daddy. Do you guys want to find Yahoo? Yes, please. Final Yahoo was sent in by Rachel Sperling. Thank you, Rachel. It's by Yahoo Answers user Kamal, who asks, What medicine is for long-time sex? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hello, I'm Taco, the elven magician. Merle Highchurch here, the master of clerical magic. I'm Magnus Burnsides, the fighter. Did you guys like that? Did you, the listener, like that? You were just swept up in a world of high fantasy and magic where anything can happen and anything is possible. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy, Dungeon Master for the Adventure Zone, a new podcast on Maximum Fun, in which magic and mystery intertwine for a very erotically charged role-playing experience. <laughs> you can catch it every other Thursday here on MaximumFun.org or iTunes. It's for Dungeons & Dragons, but with family.